Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Josh Mullen Podcast. Uh, we've got episode four for you. Four for you? We've got episode four coming at you here. Uh, I sat down with my buddy Brandon Williams. We go back to uh, the old high school days, and he's a, he's an interesting cat. I knew this would be a fun one, but we went uh, we went pretty deep in the rabbit hole on this one. Uh, we recorded a little while ago. I had to wait about 30 days to post this one for some legal reasons, but you'll you'll understand that pretty quick once we get going. So um, I'm just gonna go ahead and get right into it. Here we go, episode four. Brandon Williams, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for liking the Facebook page, all that good stuff. And uh, keep listening. we got some good stuff coming for you. I keep saying we. I've got some good stuff coming for you. This is all me. Self-centered me talking to a microphone. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Episode four. Brandon Williams. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. So we're going to release this the day of the national championship game. We're swimming Duke UNC. Dude, could you imagine? It'd be nuts. Could you imagine? It would be. It, it would be one of the most watched of all time, I'm sure. But just the so many people that hate Duke, and so many people that hate UNC. I think obviously more people hate Duke, but yeah, that'd be fun to watch. Dude, <clears throat> I just couldn't imagine. Yeah, I got a list. Let's let's hit it, man. We're live. Oh, we're live. Yeah, we're live. Um, are we going straight into this conspiracy theory? Thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay, so we were out uh, out back taking uh, part in some recreational activities, and sure as shit went straight to conspiracy theory. Nine eleven, fucking government getting in on things. The uh, documentaries. That's the th- I mean, I did the same thing as you. I went down that loophole for a week or two, just watching every 9-11 documentary and uh, the conspiracy theories and the loose chains or whatever. And I was like, I mean, I'm I'm smart enough to where I can see things, but I'm also dumb enough to where I'd be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That had to be it. And then right. so, so for that next month, you're like, holy shit, man. The fucking government did this. Why is anybody saying anything? And then you calm down after a week or so, and then you go start looking at the the reaction or the uh, the response videos to the conspiracy theory. And the, the big thing that they were like, you can't do this. This is proof that it happened 100%. And then the first clip on the response is like, okay, see here, we're going to explain through science how that's bullshit. Right. Like, <laughs> the biggest thing for me, excuse me, the biggest thing for me, was how the building fell. Like, there's, in watching Loose Change, they show you multiple other buildings that were struck by planes that burned for hours. That burned for 12, 14, 18 hours. And then suddenly this building falls in what? 45 minutes? Like, I'm probably completely wrong. I don't remember how long it was. But that building literally just went... Doop, 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 doop. Like that's not normal. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't, I, me, yeah, I'm, I, I think of that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, so maybe that, but it doesn't explain to me all the stuff that led up to that. I like, agree. Like all that stuff. Ha- I mean, ooh. well, what about another thing? What about the Pentagon one? Like there was, <laughs> the story was just so weird. Like there was no, 
there was no plane wreckage. Like the way it hit the building was like the size of this house. Right. You're trying to tell me a plane struck into it. Like it and just didn't no make plane. sense. That's it. Yeah. That was one of the big things. It was like all the pictures and everything. You could see the hole, but there's no parts of a plane anywhere around it. There was nothing. And then same thing with the other thing. You go back and read or watch a video of an actual smart person explaining it. And like another thing is like there's three different planes, three different planes that were taken over and no one was speaking about anything throughout any airports. Like no one like caught on to anything, anything at all. Right. (laughs) Something's going on here or man, my one buddy. Duke, he used to work um, at an airport and said that, I wanted to say he said that the cockpits are locked. So how could you even get in there? Like break in there, bust in there? Like I don't remember. I watched the movie. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this was back in 2001. Right. So I can't imagine it was. Right. Too, obviously, now there's no way you could get into a cockpit. But I think back then, I don't know. It might have just been a fucking lock on the door. and There's just a lot of <laughs> sketchy details. Well, the thing is. Something that made something major that that big happens and they it, thirty three thousand people die or whatever. You don't want to think that twelve people from a different country did that. You want to think that it's bigger than that. You like with JFK, nobody wanted to think that this one guy from the building across the street killed the president. Right. They want to they want to think it's bigger than that, and that one person's life should be bigger than just being assassinated by one crazy person. So that's where. The, Everyone wants to feel that there's something else actually going on. And it's like with the way, like we only we receive what is it? We receive basically media news, all that from what? Like how many companies? Three, six. Yeah. Like we're basically controlled and told. Right. Like we're. I mean, think about it. Food, drinks, food. Or I said that twice. <laughs> <laughs> Music, you know, news, everything, you know. That we're just we're told things and we just believe them because that's what we're told and controlled and, and trained to thought, you know, think or, yeah. And I mean, the, it kind of keeps, you kind of have to have stuff like that. People just telling you what's going on because if you have to think about everything and if you have to do all your own research and try and get to the bottom of everything, then you start getting to the bottom of bigger things and bigger things and bigger things. And all of a sudden you realize you're on a fucking planet that's going through space at millions of miles an hour right. and none of this shit matters i agree um <laughs> to to go to another one i don't want to get too far on this one because this might touch some nerves but <laughs> what about the sandy hook one did you ever look into that don't start no that's the worst we're, one we're not gonna talk about we're that. not talking about that's the worst one <laughs> well let's hear your let's hear your thoughts real quick you can't you can't say that's a conspiracy you can't say that the kids never died you can't say that they're because those they have parents they have families. All their parents know that their little kid didn't come home. You can't. You can't call Hold that on. a conspiracy. Did you, did you watch a documentary or anything on that one? Mm-mm. Okay, you should. That's all I'm gonna no, say. Not doing it. Hold on. There's a lot of interesting things out there. It just kind of opens your. It will open <laughs> your eyes and see. I told you, people don't even want to talk to you about this. Like people. This is this is what I mean. People refuse to even think. These are real thoughts, like that this could even happen. Like this was an idea. But here's the thing: like <clears throat> we didn't see bodies, we didn't see blood, we didn't we didn't see any details. 
So we don't really know anything, right? Well, who's supposed to show you the pictures of dead kids? You nah, can't put pictures of no, dead kids but, on okay, the okay. nightly what I meant news. By that, okay, what I meant by that, I, I guess I should clarify <laughs> that, for example, there's videos, there's pictures, whatever, where they never even showed like ambulances there or like anybody coming out. Like there's there was no footage of anything. Like even like, I don't know. All I'm saying is we could have just been told something and that's what we believe. How good is this weed? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> these are, these are, look at this. Ideas. These are ideas. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, but I, think about it. How easy is it to just use kids, guns, and try and go for whatever... That, that, that okay. I'm going I'm to explain to you why that's a dumb argument. Because... What would have been the point of doing that? What would they have been trying to accomplish? It causes outrage. It causes people against to. Would it, I mean, I don't. It know would have caused outrage. For. They want. I don't know what they were going for. It would have caused outrage against guns, and right. the whole idea would have been somebody says we're gonna make this, we're gonna make it look like this happened. That way, everyone gets upset about guns. We'll move our take your gun away initiative forward, and blah blah blah. Well, that didn't happen. The opposite of that happened. It didn't happen. You're right. The NRA came out. The NRA, the guy is only supposed to be thinking about how guns. Right. That's his idea after Sandy Hook. There's a lot of sketchy he, details. He came out in his press conference. So he's out in his press conference and he's thinking, okay, this guy, all he does is guns. He's got to have a solution for this. His idea was, we'll just get, we'll give the teachers guns. What? We'll that, give the teachers guns? That was really? That nice. was, yeah, that's what he said. I never heard that. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, convenient. No, I never no, like, <laughs> no, I never heard that. Like that's crazy. Okay, that's crazy. Right? But just watch it, just google it, YouTube it. I don't know what it's called, but there's a certain Oh wait, I'll wait for this high to go away, then I'll No. I'll do. I not Okay, okay, yeah, no, okay, okay. <laughs> but here's the thing, like I don't know, supposedly, you know, like I said, we're just told to believe what we believe, but like there's a couple things out there that say like she was never a teacher there. Or like she wasn't, you know, like there's yeah. just some, some things that make you think like, right. that's the know. thing you gotta, okay, here's another one. You can find that information on either side. That's of, what I'm saying. In, yeah. it, it could be all fake, but I'm just saying it's, it's something to think about since we only believe what we're told. You know what I mean? Like some of us do we watch the news and that's the only thing if we believe everything that's on the news, like it's just not crazy. To think and the thing, the, the, the unfortunate part about that is that there's not that one station that you can trust that knows right. it's right down the middle. And the reason they there is that money in everything. Well, there's there that station's not going to make money because you don't make money. Right. You make you make your advertising money from all the people that are with you 100% before you even say what you're going to say on both sides. The, nobody wants to watch that in the middle that's going to be here's what happened, here's who it affects, here's the details of it, not hey, this is the best thing ever, this is the worst thing ever. You don't get but ten percent of the population to watch that, and that's not enough to make. That's why those, there's all those internet shows that are trying to do that. I agree. Is this just what Coachella is like all the time? Just people just telling conspiracy st theories and shit. That's funny you bring up Coachella. That's the second thing on my list. <laughs> we got list. I told you. Here's some of the things. How many times? Wait, hold on. Forget about the list. How long? How? Coachella. How many times you been to Coachella? Twice, twice now. Two times. Just the last two years. The last two years. So you're not gonna go this year because mm -hmm. Beyonce's not performing right fuck beyond no i mean i i don't know whatever kendrick would be crazy i mean is he going he's gonna be there this year? he's one of the headliners 
Lakers. I don't remember the third. I but. I liked him when he I liked him. He's only been around for a couple of years, right? But uh, longer. Well, but mainstream for right, a couple right, years. Right, when right. that uh, King Kunta song yeah. came on, I heard that and I was like, holy shit, this dude's legit. And you then I just care. went back he... to Taylor Swift and Luke Bryan. I forgot about him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Taylor Swift. How long is Coachella? Is it like a week long? All right, so Coachella, here's the thing. If you're not from any part of California and you're going there, like we're coming from Iowa, so you got to understand, this is, it depends where you, you know, where you, how you plan this out, I guess. But you're literally, I can't even explain this to people unless you're there, but you're literally just like dropped in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'll find some pictures. You're literally dropped in the middle of nowhere. It's a fucking desert. And this would be, like, this would be taken, like, let's say, four, I can't even, like, explain how big it is. Let's say, like, four or five miles a square. Does that make sense? And just making it a a desert. Just just, a five by five. Just, yeah, it's just, uh, put it this way. There's 90,000 people at this festival throughout the weekend. Jesus Christ. probably at least a third to half are camping. So it's big enough that there's five stages, that there's campgrounds for all this, that there's showers, that there's Yeah, it's like a parking. legit deal, yeah. Like, it's literally the middle of the desert, just the middle of fucking BFE, but fuck Egypt. <laughs> the only thing around you is fucking palm trees. It's beautiful. It's oh, crazy. Shit. It's crazy. So you literally, it starts... So, there. okay, so Coachella, most people, some people might not even know what it is. It's just a music festival. In Indio, in California. Indio, California. Happens yeah. every year, and it's a weekend? Two weekends. They do it back-to-back weekends. Oh, okay. Same exact music. Same exact Same lineup? lineup. Just they can't oh, handle yeah, it's all... another thing. So it's two weekends of 90,000 people. Like, how crazy is oh. that? So, you literally, you can, you camp. That's the, the, the best idea. And to kind of explain how big it is, last year, the first day I walked 17 miles. <laughs> 17 miles. No, hold on, hold on. How many? Let me, let me do some math here. No, that's right. No, I think that's right. Uh, so there's just a bunch of stages set up? There's five stages. So you like, you like finally get in. Okay, so you, you can camp there Thursday night. Everybody gets there Thursday night. Everybody kind of just parties. You literally you set up your campground. Everybody just parties. They'll have like a silent disco. I don't know if you've ever been to a silent disco. Those are pretty dope. Everybody's you, got a headset on. Do you like, think I'd ever be to a silent disco? And everybody's listening to music and just in their own little world. It's so, oh wait, so it's, the music's just in their headphones? <laughs> yeah. So if you walk in there you don't have headphones, it's just a bunch of crazy people dancing with There's headphones music, on. There's music, but it's not very loud, but yeah. It's, yeah. What's the point of that? It, Are they saving on music on the DJ I, costs or what? No, nah, there's still a DJ. And you probably they probably you have to bring your own headphones. No, you walk in, they hand you a headset, and you just go in this. It's kind of like a globe type thing, like like metal. a dome. Yeah, kind of. But right. you can like walk right through, and just everybody's dancing in their own little world. Is that like noise ordinance things or something? Why I would don't they, know, dude. They do this it's at Coachella. It's a, it's a festival thing. It's probably because. A lot of these kids are on drugs and in their own little world anyway. <laughs> Speaking of, side note, do you get into EDM at all? EDM? <laughs> You're looking at me so confused. I'm trying to think if that's one Electronic of my saved categories on Pornhub or... No. I don't really get down with it either. The shit without Electronic words. dance music? No, I... 
You know what I mean? The like, shit without words is like Mozart and Beethoven. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no. Are you see, like Skrillex. Someone like Skrillex. Diplo. If you don't know these people, you're literally... <laughs> I have no idea. We gotta get you out more. I feel like I've been doing all right not knowing who Skrillex is for this long. This is what these big music festivals are about. These kids just... I thought it was on. Beyonce. She was there, right? Okay, so you... Okay, so the song Justin Bieber, Where Are You Now? You know? No. Are you serious? No, I've listened to three Justin Bieber songs. It was the um, the Love Yourself one. These is the only time you've listened to Justin Bieber? I, I'm sure I've heard about it, but I've never like consciously chosen to listen to Justin Bieber. So I listened to that. You're Luke. missing out. He's got a couple fire albums. Yeah, I'm, I'm, albums? I thought you were going to say a couple fire songs. He's got a couple fire albums? Absolutely. Journals? <laughs> I can't. I know. I can't add that into my I can't add that into my music knowledge because then I have to drop something and I end up losing the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. I'm not willing to take that chance. Really? I've got enough music in my life right now. Really? Without You're crazy. I'm not a believer. I can't do it. I'm not a believer either because live I went to them live. <laughs> Terrible. Worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, sorry, going back to Coachella. See so I pulled up a video. You go there Thursday night, everybody everybody Camps, it's an all-day festival. It starts at maybe 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning. It'll go on till maybe 1 a.m. That's every day over the weekend? Yeah. There's, no, no, this is, uh, it's normally April, like this last two weekends of April. So there's three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's five stages. There's roughly 90,000 people there throughout the weekend. Wow. And... You literally like you camp. So it's like a, it's it's like its own little it's town. Own little yeah, it, that's the best way to explain. It. I always explain that to people, or that's how I describe it. I'm like it's literally like its own city or its own town, just dropped in the middle of nowhere. Like you're surrounded by palm trees. It's 95 to 100 degrees out. There's like see, look at this. Like some of the most beautiful women in the world. Like there's five stages. You'll have 10, 15,000 people here, there, there. You know what I mean? Like different sculptures and art and food and merchandise and other things. And the hottest artists in the world at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And like a lot of upcoming artists, you know, people bring out people. I seen Kanye West get brought out with uh, ASAP Rocky, you know. Um, I know who Kanye West is. (laughs) I don't know who ASAP Rocky is. Man, we're going to have to get you listening to some music after this. All right, you got four songs after this that I'll listen four to. Four songs? If I'm not okay. into it by then. That's tough. Was Lady Gaga there? I kind of like No, that. she's going to be there. She's taking over for Beyonce. Now. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, Coachella's crazy. There's also a lot of other... I, you know, I've seen Tyler, the Creator. There, I was... Te- not that anyone cares, but I was like 10 feet away from like... Uh, Kendall Jenner, two years ago, like literally. Oh, that yeah. Kardashian chick. Yeah, one yeah. of the sisters. She's surrounded by um, bodyguards, and everybody's kind of like, kind of talking about. It. I look over. Oh yeah, just like ten feet away. I snuck into VIP to watch the weekend. Do you listen to the weekend? How unprofessional of me. Do I listen to the weekend? Yeah. That's not. That doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> it's Thursday. Yeah, but you can't you listen to. Oh, do you? Hey, do you listen it's to? It's an artist. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's an artist. 
he actually won a bunch of Grammys. Like you should. He's an art. He, he it's a, it's one guy and his name is The Weeknd. God damn. C correct. You're l- really letting me down here. I'm sorry, man. We live on different. Uh, yeah. We live in different wavelengths. Um. What about this? Uh, Lavar Ball. Do you know who this is? Oh, this that that kid's dad. Yeah. That said he could take Jordan. Not only did he say he could beat Jordan one on one, he wants his kids to get his three kids. Have you watched any highlights? I've seen the commercial for the Ball is Life thing. Is that them? I have not seen. It. I don't have oh. cable. Oh. But so he's groomed these three kids. He has a sophomore, a junior in high school, and Lonzo from UCLA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're all three. Is that the kid that hit eighty one earlier this year? He hit ninety two. The youngest. Ninety two. You, oh, yeah, the 81, I was thinking his, Kobe. His younger son hit 70, or no, the older son, the middle one, hit 72. Have you watched any highlights? I saw a video of uh, the the 92 or whatever, and the guy wasn't playing any defense or no anything defense. like that. No cherry-picking the whole game. I mean... In, in the last game they lost in the state championship, if this, like, tells you anything, the youngest was 8 of 28 from three-point. <laughs> for 28 attempted three-pointers? Yes. The middle one was that like, sounds like six of 17 or something. Oh, boy. So they literally play like Grinnell. Just, Just come down fire. and chuck threes. No defense. Like, it's crazy. They're all three committed to UCLA. Oh, the ones there, Alonzo. The other yeah. two are committed to UCLA. Really? Yeah. So LaVar has got this, you know, he's trying to brand the three of them together. And now he's asking for a, a 10-year, billion-dollar shoe deal. Billion dollars? Billion dollars. He thinks that's the starting point for all three of his kids. And mind you, the middle <laughs> one's trash. Okay, he's not trash. He's going to be trash. He's just a, a tweener. Yeah. He's like 6'6", six, six maybe. But he's like two. I don't I might be wrong here, 250, 260. So he's not like a shooting guard size at all. He's yeah. not big enough to play the three. Right. So That's like a poor man's LeBron size. And he's not like a Charles Barkley where he's a dog. You know what I mean? Right. He's going to get down in there and it doesn't matter that he's 6'6". Six, six. He ain't <laughs> like that. He's more of like a shooter, but he doesn't even have a good shot. Like, I don't know. You just have to watch highlights. He's just going to struggle in college. He's like the 250th ranked junior, if that tells you anything. Doesn't tell me anything, but I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a top, like, he's going to UCLA, but it's more or less, like, kind of the ball name. Yeah, we'll let your brothers in if you you can come with them. Yeah, so dad said he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. He said Jordan wouldn't have been able to stop him. He averaged 2.2 points at Washington State. 2.2? That's not very good. Mike was probably, like, 28, 30 at that time. Yeah. Mind you, Mike was nice and won Uh, the title. I guarantee you, if somebody, the first person that sees Jordan on the golf course, is like, hey, what do you think about this? What's his name? LeVar Ball? LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball saying he could beat you in one-on-one. You want to know what MJ's response is going to be? He's going to laugh. No, he's, who's LeVar Ball? That's probably accurate. Nobody too. knows who this guy no. is. Especially not from, from basketball. I saw a thing at uh, Jordan's house. He was putting it up on the market. It might have been an old video because I feel like I've seen it before. But his house, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, full-size basketball court, obviously. But they were trying to sell for $140 million or something ridiculous like that. That dude has 
stupid money. And think about it. Like, he played at a time where he obviously changed a lot of things. I mean, I don't know if anyone realized that dude, his last two years, signed a one-year deal for 33 and $36 million. That's insane. And, they're like, the top guys are getting, like, 22 24 now, right? Right. Like, think about it. He's still underpaid from Jordan or Nike. Like, he makes, like, 90 or $100 million a year now. Now. <laughs> but think about it. He came out in the the early 80s right when i mean we're looking at a pair right there those were what maybe a hundred bucks then i mean now these shoes are yeah going in for, 1980s now these shoes are going for 225 easily like lebron's <laughs> side note lebron doesn't have a classic shoe isn't that kind of crazy <clears throat> yeah i don't know uh, that new well the first one i have the pair of first ones no way do you still yeah i do too yeah um but the new ones with like, don't the new ones just all Velcro? They're like one big Velcro strap over it. I haven't seen them up close. They look all right, but it's just crazy. The greatest player of our generation, someone, you know, it's only a year older than us that we watched his whole career, yeah. doesn't have a classic shoe and he's so, like, loved. Like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah. I he still know. makes a lot of money, but. Well, I mean, but who other than Jordan has the classic? That's a good that's a good question. Right, um, he, they're they're not worried about class. They're working about they just want to put a new pair of shoes out each year, put that logo on it. There's not too many other signature shoes that were classics, I guess. There's yeah. uh, the Iversons. Iverson, not maybe not classic. There's you know, some solid ones, some Iversons, some Barclays. The uh, um, the Vince Carter Sanders, when Vince he had Carter. the the pumps or yeah, the, uh, the the shocks. The shocks. Yeah, those are my favorite, most comfortable shoes I ever had. The oh. Nike shocks. Those, uh, the commercial for those, when those were first coming out. Was that Nike? the dribbling one? Yeah. Dude, that's still one of the baddest one of the commercials best, ever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hands down. Hands down, one of the best commercials ever. Um, you going to any movies lately? Mm-mm. I, uh, there's a couple out now that I want to see, but it's just figuring out a time to go do it. I want to see the, uh, the Arrival movie. Um, I hear Logan is really good. Crazy. And that Get Out movie. Get Out. You saw it, right? Yes. Don't spoil it for me, but... Because I might go see it this weekend. How good is it? It, Um, Well, the guy is from Key and and Peele, right? Which one is he? Jordan Jordan Peele. I think he's the bigger one. Yeah, the bigger one. And they said he's the first black director to have his debut be $100 million or some shit like that. Hmm. Everyone says he's a goddamn genius um to to be honest like when i i see because i'm on twitter you know um you're mainly on twitter yeah that's no, all really mess with no no facebook it's the fastest news source in the world man like literally you're i mean that's it, where you go to get your news anymore right and now that i'm looking at your shirt that says trump is fat it, um, he is and i'm worried awesome, about him I'm, I'm concerned for him isn't it crazy how that guy just like do you ever? I don't follow him on Twitter. Oh, I do. Every morning I wake up. That's the first thing I check. And I've what, heard you say that. Yeah. Which, which is, but isn't that crazy? Some of the things that come out of it come. It's out of his account. I guess we yeah. can say it's mouth. Whatever. Maybe it's it, it might not be him tweeting. No, it's got to be him tweeting. You oh, it's yeah. It's for sure him tweeting. But and isn't it crazy? It is because he's so like. No matter if you voted for him, if you think. It, he ran probably the greatest campaign of all time just because it worked. Like, if it wouldn't have worked, it would have been the worst campaign of all time. But his campaign was just like, 
knocking people out of the way. Like, career guys, Jeb Bush, peace out, homie. You're low energy. What was it? Chris Christie. Chris Christie, yeah. The, uh... Boom. Like, Paul Ryan. Like, all, all these dudes, like... They had no shot against him. They could. They they were not ready for. So it like the Republican. Well, not the Republican. Excuse me. The uh, political, uh, like the landscape. It all it, it's kind of like football before they could throw forward passes. They're just playing the running game. And Trump came in and was the first guy to throw the ball deep, and they had no defense for it. <laughs> it was good, just that's so. Good, that's a good theory. It, it was unbelievable to watch. I mean. I obviously didn't vote for him. I still think he's an asshole. He can. I mean, you did or you didn't? I didn't. Oh. No, I did not vote. For the record. Yeah, I've always been like, if you don't vote, you're you're an asshole. You're an idiot. But this one, I can understand why some people wouldn't vote, because, <sighs> like, to be honest, you know, this is my theory. Um, yeah, I could go out there and vote for an independent or a third party or you even. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what's that do? It's not. It's not gonna. Yeah, it doesn't do anything in the in the bigger picture. You know what I mean? That's such a weird thing because, you, you know, if you think about it, your vote really doesn't mean it. it's one vote across 150 million votes. Does your vote really matter? That's though? the thing, but you know that there wouldn't be the 150 million votes if everyone didn't take their one vote and put it for who they wanted. Right. So it's a weird thing, and then you throw in the fucking electoral college and all that shit and I I sound like every other Democrat at this point that says we should get rid of the electoral college but I kind of do now because the electoral college was invented when presidents had to take trains across the country right. so it there was no they had to whatever you know what I'm saying right um, it's just crazy that you know they say you know, they say, hey, um, you know, your vote does matter and this, that, the other. But it's like, why does it matter if, how many more people voted for her? Three million? Yeah, like three, three and a half, like, something like that. I don't know. Like, it's just. Well, the the thing, and this has probably happened with every presidential, presidential election, but more people didn't vote than voted for either of them not just didn't vote for them didn't vote at all like it only 50 percent of that the registered voters in the united states actually voted i did not know that yeah like i said i don't have i don't have cable so i don't i don't watch tv like that um so i didn't know that but that is uh that's kind of mind-boggling yeah and I, and I think that speaks volumes to the two candidates someone i think it was a comedian I forget who, but someone had a, a theory. Maybe it was Bill Burr. I don't know, someone. Bill Burr, the funniest man on the planet he for the like, last five years. The reigning and defending champion. His new special, Walk Your Way Out, on Netflix. Dude, it's hilarious. Really? Yeah, me and Roby went and saw, uh, saw him last uh, summer up in Ames. And right. he did most of that act. He changed a few stuff. But this uh, Walk Your Way Out thing. I watched it. Funny. But maybe I gotta watch it again. I think you do. Kind of like I think you should look into some Sandy Hook there. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, sorry. What about... Uh, what were we talking about? Um, uh, not voting. Nobody gives a shit about yeah, that anymore. Yeah, Yeah, fuck it. Like, the, the thing is, it's... I just can't, like... Yeah, it sucks my person didn't win. It sucks that guy won. I don't like him, but what are you going to do? I'm, and to be honest with you, 
I am a straight white male in my 30s. That president can't do dick to me. It's I, If I was somebody else, a Muslim, an immigrant, a you woman, worried. a gay or lesbian, yeah, I'd be concerned. But right now it's just like I'm over it. Let them do what they want. And, and I'm friends with slash hang out a lot of, you know. Oh, did you hear my knees there? Yeah, I did. Black people, Asian people, Mexican people, whatever. So a lot of these people are like, you know, this dude scares me. Like, you know, listen to some of the things he says. Like, this is our president. How am I supposed to feel comfortable with what, you know, he wants to do when he talks about people this way? Like, Yeah, and know. you say that. And um, the thing about um, minorities, it I think that... A higher percentage of them voted for him than they did for Hillary. So it's like, we can say all this stuff, like, how did these people vote for him when he said this? Or how did these people vote for him when he said this? But they did, so he hit his cord with some people. I think... What are you going to do? Last thing, let's talk about this douchebag. I think... (laughs) I think... And I don't care, but I think there was a lot of closet voters, obviously, which... Well... No one really wanted to say, hey, this is the guy I'm voting for. And that's why... uh, Hillary was expected to kill him because, and well, this is my theory, obviously, is that when, for one, they do those polls where they call you and say, who are you going to vote for that kind of thing? So you got to take into the kind of people that answer to polls, but leading up to the election, everyone kept saying, if you support Trump, you're racist. If you support Trump, you're sexist. If, and obviously not all the people that voted for him are racist or sexist or idiots or whatever, but I was willing to bet that all the racists and all the sexists voted for him. Take that for what it is. But can you imagine if the person that you, for whatever reason, may it be just or unjust, that you supported, every time his name got brought up, they said, if you support this guy, you're a racist automatically, you're a Nazi, blah, blah, blah. I can understand why they would not want to tell people, yeah, that's who I'm voting for. You just don't deal with that shit. That makes sense. And then... And that's weird because I remember, I even remember growing up that when I first was like learning about this stuff and you know, every four years the election come around and you ask your parents, who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? My parents would always say, that's for me. I don't, you don't tell anybody. And that's how it was with everybody. Your vote was your own. It was a secret. You didn't tell anybody about it. You didn't talk about it. And all that shit went out the window these last couple ones because now it's the complete opposite. Politics is a very, very touchy thing. Like... What do they say? Politics and there's another one. Religion. Yeah. Yeah, I guess those two. Just set people off. Yeah. You look at people differently. I mean, I don't know. There's some people that you'd be best friends with, be really cool with, and then have no idea that they feel... Right. They like Trump or they vote for him. And I, and I, I know people that voted for him and I don't care, but it's the people that are maybe like, yeah, I agree with xyz and to you you're like holy shit like i don't like this right so it's just like i i get why people don't speak about it because you could potentially be looked at differently for sure for sure yeah and that's the thing like if you if you're to the point of view where my vote doesn't matter i'm just doing what i'm supposed to be doing then why would you you don't want to deal with all that stuff and i mean maybe that's how it'll end up going back to but yeah, this it's definitely been the opposite now. Um, we gotta All I really care about Trump is that he's fat. He's an obese person. I'm concerned for his health. He needs to 
get on a diet. He can't eat fast food all the time. He's got to start doing some cardio. That's why I've got this shirt. And I, it just says Trump is fat and it's got a cartoon character of him on it. But, uh, Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I bought this shirt from Tom Segura, I told you. Can you sit back a little? Yeah. Thank you. Um, Tom Segura, the comedian, sold these shirts. And they were 30 bucks or whatever. And all the proceeds went to a charity for um, kids with cancer or something like that. So it's just kind of a fun thing, but... To backtrack, since I cited note everything, Bill Burr had a theory. I think it was Bill Burr, and maybe you can remember, help me with this, but he had a theory like, why do we have to vote for, basically, why do we have two people to pick from? What if, why can't we vote either Trump, Hillary, or neither? If neither wins, why can't we re- redraw? Yeah, basically? just start like, over. Why do we only have these two people to pick? Because yeah. no one wants these two people. I don't know how that happened. Well, weirdest, I know how it happened. The, on the weirdest election ever. We had literally a, a racist, an idiot, <laughs> a fucking reality TV star. Yeah. Uh, versus a, a crook, a criminal, a, oh. a potentially a killer. You know, whatever. That's I don't know which one, one was worse, theories. but <laughs> I see that so many times, bro. You didn't even know that Hillary killed. Everyone that worked for her that had access to her email. No, like, I, I didn't say that. I didn't well, say you like know. The whole Benghazi situation. Yeah, dude, that happens all the time. I get it. That's you why. You know how many embassies were attacked when Bush was president? It was like 25. Oh, I it get it. It happens. And, and we don't hear about all of them. Exactly. Because and why? Side note, I don't know shit about what happened in Benghazi, so I'm not an expert on that by any means. But I'm just saying those things happen all the time. I'm not either, but if I'm... I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know too much. <laughs> Basically, she did some shit that ended up leading to some soldiers getting killed and then lied to their families. That was the big thing. That's one side of the story, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm going to do is I have that Amazon Prime and that movie 13 Hours with John Krasinski from The Office. Okay. He's in it, and it's supposed to be about that thing, so I'll watch that. Whatever they decide, I'll go with it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about... Uh, what about the Patriots? All the moves they've been making. Like, these these dudes are out here making moves like they were on the cusp of making the playoffs <laughs> and and have to just fill in some holes and get over the hump. That, Bill Belichick's on a different, he's playing chess. Chess. Right? Yeah. playing checkers. I saw something, it was like. I play chess. <laughs> right? You know I mean? Yeah, and he's just got it figured out somehow. And. I mean, they legitimately have claimed to saying they have the best coach of all time, along with the best quarterback of all time. Maybe at the same time, I don't know who the who the hell is their general manager. Should we look this up? Because that the owner, I don't know is who it the, Robert Kraft. No, he's the Robert Kraft's the owner. I don't right. know who the general manager is, but like I imagine that dude. He's that the, dude should get a, a, a hefty raise or something. But you know, all he's doing, he's there's the kid that shoots underhand. That's a uh, Brent Berry's kid, really from Florida. Yeah, he shoots underhand. He's shooting 80% from the free throw line or whatever. That's funny. Speaking of that, I said to Drew the other day, <laughs> I said, you <clears throat> you seem like a person that I'm surprised didn't do the underhand shot. <laughs> and got, he's like, oh, are you kidding me? I'd kill it. I said, no, for real. Like, for whatever reason, you seem like <laughs> somebody who'd be good at that. And look at his face. That's yeah, crazy. He's dork. I've never seen uh, I've never seen that kid shoot underhand. I mean, I've seen some people, but 
Yeah, it's uh, Brent Berry's kid who was the last NBA player to shoot underhand like consistently. So he just taught his kid growing up ever since. Hey, man, this is the way to do it. Um, what about Brent Berry's wife, fucking uh, <laughs> Tony Parker back in the day? Sorry, that was random, but you ever hear about that? Brent Berry's wife? Yeah, his dad, right? Mm-hmm. Brent Berry, mm-hmm. the basketball player. They were on the. Remember, he was on the Spurs during their peak years. Yeah. Tony Parker was banging his wife. How old's Tony Parker? Thirty-five, six. Jesus. He's. Yeah, that was when he was married to what's her face. Eva, Eva Longoria. Right. Bill Belichick's the general manager. Yeah, that makes sense because he just. Tells him what to do, anyways. No way, dude. They probably have an actual general general manager. No. <laughs> huh. So he Kraft was just like, we got, uh, yeah, we got Belichick. We don't need to pay another Holy guy. Holy shit! That makes so much sense. That that kind of adds to his legend. I mean, yeah, he probably already had a say in these things anyway, but yeah, I think he's. He's the greatest coach. Absolutely. I mean, people want to talk about, oh, he didn't do shit with the Browns. Motherfucker, everyone who is successful, (laughs) pardon my language, everybody who's successful. We're on the internet, you can say whatever you want. (laughs) Everyone who's successful has failed multiple times. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part. I mean, Jordan, goddamn the greatest basketball player of all time. Excuse me. Whoops. Greatest basketball player of all time didn't make the high school team his junior year. I mean, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it's like, the the things he have, he's done with that team is unreal. Like how many division titles have they won? How many AFC championships have they been to? I mean, the fact that they are two crazy plays away, like two unbelievable plays away from being seven and zero in the Super Bowl the yeah. last fifteen years is mind boggling. Well, and they're at, this year they're one crazy play away from being five four and three. Cause they, they uh, the well, they had that pass twenty eight to three. Yeah. With five minutes. Yeah. To go in the third quarter. Probably should have been over at that point. Did you ever read the book, uh, the Jordan Rules? The Jordan Rules. I don't know. I've read a couple Jordan books. I don't know if I read that one. I've got it in my room. I'll grab it for you. But All it's right. about uh, his time with the Bulls when uh, the thing with the Pistons was going on, where those guys were just battling back and forth, and it goes back to the Pistons knew at one point that they had to go through MJ and they came up with the Jordan rules, which is just like anytime he comes to the lane, you put him on his ass. If you're going to foul him, you foul him hard, that kind of stuff. But that was the most recent book I've read in the last 15 years. Legitly. Like I, I read that. You don't read? No, I read that book in high school and it took me uh, a week to read it, whatever. And that's the last book that I finished since then, I, I start reading a lot of books, but I don't ever finish them until last week. I read that uh, Ready Player One book, dude. It's legit. I uh, I don't read at all. Like I read a lot on the internet. Like you know, yeah. I read a lot about MMA, um, sports, music. Um, not a whole lot of you know some current events. I don't like. Bad news, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? That's why I don't watch the news, which a lot of people can say or whatever. But um, as I told you earlier, um, I had to go to jail for 17 days in January. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's a whole other story. But I don't read either. How was that? How how many days into jail before you're just like, oh my god, somebody killed me? So jail has me. changed. For anyone who has not been to jail in Des Moines, Iowa, or in Polk County Jail, jail has changed. And this is another probably issue with um, society, if you will. <laughs> um, all these private jails, private prisons. I mean, it's a it's a racket just to make money. Yeah, it's a hamster on a wheel type thing. They're just getting those prisoners in there. That's one of the uh, that's the reason the uh, um, the pot thing never passes. Because it's easy crimes. Yeah. The um, what am I trying to? Th- the Correctional Officers right. Union. They are one of the biggest anti-marijuana groups there are, because they know as long as it's illegal. As long as it stays illegal, they just keep bringing people in and running them through the system. Isn't that crazy that this is kind of trailing off, but I'll go back. But just now that you're talking about weed, something like weed is still a Schedule One narcotic. And if anyone doesn't know what a Schedule One narcotic is... It's on level with heroin. Absolutely. Or meth. Right. And what that means is there is zero medical... Benefits. You, yeah, absolutely. It's like, What? That's ridiculous. It's crazy. So, like, you can have pills like Xanax or you know, right. Oxycontin. I don't know. You know, whatever that are Schedule 2s that, yeah, it may help you, but literally that's the, get fucked up on. That's the number one, like, the heroin ep- ep- epidemic that we have going on right now. It's because everyone gets those pills. They get Vicodin. They get Oxycontin or whatever. You get addicted to that. And then when that's taken away, the next thing is heroin to make you feel like that. So yeah. that's why we have a huge heroin epidemic. Jesus Christ, epidemic. Especially even in the Midwest, and not once was that mentioned in any of the debates or anything like that, because there's no good side to be on. It doesn't matter what side you take, you're not going to get whatever. It's funny you say that, because you put me back on track. Um, (laughs) Heroin, I did not realize, like I said, I don't watch the news. I don't have cable. I don't get the paper, you know, I follow whatever I get, you know, whatever sites I get on, but I didn't realize how big the heroin epidemic was until I went to jail. And I had to go to jail. I had to do 25 days over the course of four months. That's a whole other story. Right. Two, one case, two separate times in, let's say. And so I didn't realize how big it was until the first time I went in there, I had to go for eight days. First time I went in there. There's two dudes that get in there right away with me. And these dudes had went to school with some girls I knew from Urbandale. These dudes were 25, 26, and just strung out on heroin. And they were, one of them even said he, he robbed his own dad's house just to get like th- two, 300 bucks just to go find their next thing. Wow. You know, they're fighting because here they were, I don't know, doing something stupid, but one of them had like two or 300 bucks and he didn't tell the other one. Like, it, it, I just, didn't realize it was such a huge right. thing, but dudes go into jail off of this meth and heroin and just sleep for days. And then when they get in there, they eat anything that they can find. Yeah. And you, you have, you see dudes in there acting like little legitimate bums, you know, eating off other people's stuff, eating off of trays that are stacked up. Like, Oh, oh you didn't eat this. I'm going to grab it. Just cause these dudes are so strong. out. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah. In Des Moines, Iowa, I've never seen heroin. Never, right, I wouldn't know what it looked like. I don't know what heroin or crack or... I know what Coke and, <laughs> right. and we look like, you know? But uh, I didn't realize it was such a big thing. Um, 
So if no one's been to jail, now to backtrack again, um, it's all about money. It's a big racket, you know, whatever. So the jails are so full at this time, or they were in January, are so full at this time that you used to get, you know, put in like what they call the fishbowl or the drunk tank. Right. You know, basically the first step. It used to be in there for maybe, you know, if you're going to be in jail for more than a day, you'd be in there for maybe six, you know, six hours at the most, let's say. And then they would put you to the next one, which they would call Barney Land. And the reason they call it Barney Land because the only thing in there is IPTV and Barney was, <laughs> Barney was on all the time. Right. So it's just called Barney Land. Basically, they put you in there and you get a bed finally. You just stay there one night and then you get put into general population. Well, to put it into perspective, how busy, how full the jails are. And this is in fucking Des Moines, Iowa. I went in on a Thursday. I had to go for 17 days and I was in the fishbowl, is what they call it. Mind you, a fishbowl is about the size of this living room. Yeah. What are we talking? 12 feet by 15 feet, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. And there's two concrete blocks, a pisser, and it's all concrete. You get a blanket and that's it. And you're in there with ten other guys. Eight dudes. I was in that. I was in that first day from Thursday to Friday afternoon. I was in there like twenty four hours. Oh, literally a concrete block. I mean, there's two concrete blocks that maybe Just two for dudes. Like benches. Me and you can't lay there. It's not long enough. It's not even twelve feet long. Because me and you, it's probably a fifteen foot room by yeah about twelve. Because two dudes can't lay six foot. You know, can't lay straight out. You know, a, a six one and a five eight dude might be able to right. kind of make it work. So it's literally two blocks of concrete. You're, I was in there for twenty, like at least twenty four hours. You get put into Barneyland. Well, now Barneyland's changed to where they do it twice. So you're in the first one because it's so full. You're in the first one for twenty or no forty eight to seventy two hours. Mind you, there's no TV, there's no books, there's no nothing. You can literally shower, eat, talk on the phone, walk around, sleep. That's it. So I'm in there from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I get moved to the second one. It's the same exact thing. The only difference is they play four channels: five, eight, <laughs> eleven, and thirteen. Right. Well, this is the uh, weekend of maybe the first playoffs. The wild card the, of the NFL. Uh, yes, I believe so. You could. Yeah, correct. So. I don't get to see the games on Saturday. Sunday, we would get to watch the who the Steelers beat up on the Dolphins and then got to watch the Packers and the Giants. Monday, I'm still in the second one, <laughs> which doesn't have ESPN. I, I missed the national championship game. Oh, Clemson, no. Alabama, live anyway. I watched it later on. I had my dad recorded it. When I got out, I watched it. So I missed all that. Mind you, I got woke up. That was a pretty good goddamn game, too. I had two bets in before <laughs> for like 200 bucks a piece where I had the over and Clemson. So I got woke up. They gave me a piece of paper at like 11.30. Don't ask me why, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, can you check the score for me real quick? And he tells me right as Clemson's scoring. He's like, it's... 45-41 or you know what was it 30 no 35-31 or whatever so, yeah whatever oh my god so yeah so then finally Tuesday so I've been in there Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday I've been there five days finally Tuesday night <clears throat> about nine o'clock I get put in general population 
Mind you, when you go to general population, you're in there with killers, murderers, uh, you know, alcoholics, drug addicts, everything. Like, I was, oh. I don't know if anybody heard. Where is this at? Where is this jail Polk at? Polk County Jail, right by, uh... It's downtown? No. Polk no. County Jail, right up by, uh... Oh, down... Like, Lumberyard. Yeah, okay. If anyone doesn't know what the Lumberyard, that's a, a local strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that was a or quarter mile from... High school. Our high school. Yeah. How did that ever happen? Yeah. Um... They must have just been out. They were like, okay, here's the line. And they're like, we're going to start building the foot this way. And they build it big enough to basically be a prison. Like, it's huge. Like, there's rumblings that it might be one day. And they just tore down the one downtown. Right. So, literally, finally I get put in a general population. I don't know if you heard, there was a, oh, there was a dude who was waiting, awaiting sentencing the next day. And he was expected to get life in prison for murder. Oh, no. That, of which he supposedly didn't commit. You know, everyone has their stories, but he had an issue with a correctional officer, and I watched him beat the shit out of this guy. Out of the correctional officer? Yes. No. And mind you, this correctional officer was only on relief. So this is 10 o'clock at night. Oh, he's no. coming in. He's coming in to watch a dude shift for 15 minutes. Well, he had ran the shoe or the hole, you know, what they call it. If you get in trouble, you know, they put you in this solitary confinement one little by yourself whatever right well you're supposed to get out like an hour a day for whatever you know shower or whatever I don't know I've never been <laughs> but anyways he supposed we had he supposed we didn't let this dude mind you this is a bigger dude short round kind of stocky facing murder right got convicted of first degree murder um he went by kid kid we'll just say I won't say his name Stephen Asbury is his name don't be throwing names out there, man. This you might have e people on the street. <laughs> I don't have no beef. This is, uh, I mean, this is all Googleable, if that's a word. <laughs> sure. But uh, no, he uh, basically had an issue with this correctional officer. He didn't let him out of the, the hole of the shoe one day and uh, just kind of disrespected him, treated him like shit for however long. And this dude, I guess, was just like, next time I see this dude, I don't care. It's on site. Like, I'm beating the shit out of him. Oh. This dude walks in to overdo, you know, overtake someone's shift. And they do their little walk around, you know, they make sure everyone's there and, you know, scan their badge, whatever. He's not even in there three minutes and this dude sees him and just boom, boom, thump, thump, thump. Oh, Hits no. him about eight times, just stops, walks to the front, like where you come in, the cell area. Yeah. Just puts his hands on his back, just waiting because he knows oh, everyone's he knows about to rush out. in. They rush in, this dude, this dude is still, I have a text message from my mom because she knows the people about all the issues this dude. This dude had like 10 teeth oh, no. loosened or, you know, not not knocked out, but, right. like, you know, moved, something like that. Like vertigo, like anxiety, like trying to like get everything back. He beat the shit out of this dude. This dude got sentenced to life the next day. Oh, man. That's a rough job. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he'll probably win. I mean, I don't know what type of loss. I, you know, what, what, who's he going to sue? He's I, not going to sue his... His job. I don't know. Right? I don't, he can't sue the guy. I don't know. <laughs> Is there, I don't know. There's got to be something, right? I can't imagine the guy had insurance on no, beating up a professional. I don't know. Could you sue your job? I mean, you know what you're. You could sue into. your job, but you'd lose your job. Yeah, either, I don't think. He, and that's. Go. I mean, I'm sure that's part of the job description. They're like, "Hey, this is a dangerous job." Absolutely. I mean, you're in there with legitimate killers. I think he just needs to go get to the gym. Start working out so the next time it doesn't happen. Uh, He's got to get on that jujitsu or something. I don't work out, so, man, I got to maybe start getting in the gym, too, so I don't have to 
worry about <laughs> being fat like Trump or <laughs> getting uh, beat up by random killers. It was crazy, dude. I seen it real life live. Was everyone like out in the common area or this is like literally like you kinda of bunk up or start to kinda of bunk up at ten o'clock, like get to your area, lights go off at like ten thirty. So everyone's kinda of like you know, half the people are in their areas and to paint a picture it's like 64 open rooms. Or no, 32 open rooms. Now I take that back. Yeah, 32 open rooms. What do you mean open? Like, just like, um, take a big ass thing of concrete, you know, you can walk in, you can walk out. There's no doors. Oh, uh, okay. Does that make sense? I don't know. Just like different boxes. You know what I mean? All right, but there's no doors that lock them in or anything no, like no, that. No, no. Okay. You're in like one, be like one general area. You sure. Know what sense? Like you walk in, there's like eight tables. A little TV area, and then just all these different individual right. cubes, if right. you will. I gotcha. So there's four in each, four people in each. So there's people, you know, half of the people are in their area. I was in mine. Just I, I'm my, up on my bed. Yeah. I was talking to a dude that was my celly, if you will. You know, I stayed in there with, and we we're shooting the and shit. And you said you guys are dating now, right? Is that? <laughs> that was a good one. A little comedy in there. No, no, um, no. Not at all. I, I do not date men. <laughs> um, and literally, we heard a couple of thumbs, and he was like, man, it sounds like someone's getting their ass whooped. We hopped up, and we're up top. Look down, and I just seen this dude getting the brakes beat off. Nobody came to a side or anything. No, no, one, no one interfered. And, and of course, on the news, to go back to this, on the news, they're like, you know, there were 64 inmates in there, and he was outnumbered. Well, no shit. I right. Mean, but... 64 people didn't beat him up, you know? Yeah. One person did, you know? Everybody just kind of stood around in shock, like, what the hell is going on? What the hell just happened? It was really fast. He didn't say nothing to the dude. He just walked up and beat the shit out of him. Wow. So you were 17 days for that second strip? Second yeah. One? Oh, so, <laughs> of course, I always, this is my ADD, whatever. <laughs> um, so getting back, so finally when I got into general population, I read six books. We were talking about Oh, yeah. Books. So it all <laughs> comes, around, reading. comes around. I read six circle. books. Uh, in the last, from Tuesday to the following Sunday. And these are all like, I mean, just fiction, you know, random, you know, murder and crime, you know, just mystery sh bullshit like that. But I read. What did you read? Anything? Nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, nothing crazy. I mean, kind of like just all kind of like murder, mystery, some like PI. A couple probably personal investigators. Some, I mean, they're all decent books. Nothing just like stuff crazy. to pass the time. Yeah. yeah, But I don't ever read ever. But I read six books because that's the only thing to do. Right. Watch a little bit of TV. Walk around in circles. How long? Be, how long did it take before you got? Because you're not on Facebook, but you're on Twitter. How long before? How many days were you just like, I just want to be on Twitter so bad before that I mean, went away? You definitely think about shit like that in there. It's so weird. Like you're cut off from everything. Right. Yeah, you can watch TV, but you don't really have sound. One room you do, but, you know, people are so loud. No one gives a shit. Right. No respect, you know. Some do, but most don't. But uh, I would, I got on a routine when I got a general population. I would literally get woke up. Lights go on at 530. We eat at 6. PB&J and OJ and um, a little bit of cereal. Same shit every day. Literally, I'd just stay up. We'd watch the news. I'd watch like an hour ESPN, I'd shower, and then I'd take a nap from like 9.30 or 11.30, eat again at 11.30, and kind of for the day, and lights go off at 10.30. Jesus. Terrible. And the only thing you see is concrete. 
Right. Concrete blocks, walls. I hear a lot of crazy stories, obviously. Oh, I can imagine. A lot of gambling in there. A lot of, Dude, a lot of, gambling. How many... We used to play poker back... It would have been lot. 2005, 6 time yeah. frame, because it was right after we graduated high school. Right. And we got to the point where we were playing over 40 hours a week with just the same five or six of us, just yeah. trading all our parents' money back and forth. Right. That was insane. It's crazy. Like the I fact always, that we would play all night in Billy's garage with just one little heater. I mean, this is dead in the winter. We just had one little heater under the table, so all of our feet were warm. But had some had, crazy sessions. Yeah, dude, crazy. we played so much. It's crazy. Um, and when I turned twenty-one, you know, because the whole I guess this is another thing. Like, it's crazy in two thousand seventeen that we still can't play poker online. Right. Like. We can't play poker online in 2017. I can do anything else in this world. You can buy drugs off the internet, I've heard. You know, I've never done it, but you can buy drugs off the internet. You can do anything else in the world, but you you can't play poker on the internet, which is crazy. Because when we were 17, 18, we were firing up the computer, playing on... Yeah. What was it? It, was, poker it, started, with, well, it started with Poker Room, which was just the green mm-hmm. green screen table or whatever and then uh full tilt. full tilt was the one full tilt. that one had all the best graphics had the best avatars and uh you can watch people play yeah that was back like, when antonius patrick antonius was playing dur a lot and like we'd be texting yeah. each other dude dur's on and he's got a million dollars on the table dude that was a crazy time wasn't it like it I was mean, and it all worked out so perfectly with that that was a 2004 World Series of Poker on ESPN when that moneymaker won it after playing in an online tournament for 40 bucks and turned it into, at that time, it was probably four million dollars. never did shit after that. No, it was huge for that four, next three or four or five years, and now it's no, just... No, like him, I guess. I mean, oh, yeah. Him. No, like he, no he was awful. He still got on all those like TV shows and stuff, but he was, he's a donk. Yeah, he literally just went on the run of his life. Yeah, dude. One like what? I don't know. You got to ride that heater. What was that? I don't know. At least four or six million. I don't know. Yeah, back in 2004, it was probably like that. Oh, it might not have been that much. It might have been like two Three. million. Yeah. Let's look it up. Yeah. Um, speaking of, do you ever, do you still play? Uh, you know, not really. I got, I had a bet US thing. Um, Flood was telling me about it. And I got money. I got like 20 bucks on there. And you had to go through like... Bitcoin or some like prepaid card or whatever, so it's all just a huge pain in the ass to even get on there. But I played on there with twenty bucks. I think I probably bought in for twenty like three times or whatever, just playing around and stuff and playing some tournaments stuff like that. But I only did that for like two weeks, and then I was like, I'm whatever. Have you sat down at a table in the last two years? Um, I you well, used to play a lot. I did used to play a lot. I uh, I played live twice in the last two years and that was both at a family guys thing oh. with quarters I haven't been to Meadows and I couldn't tell you it's but yeah. changed has it really because okay so I I worked there when I was I me yeah that. me Nate and Corey all worked there at the same time and we were we had to been like 19 or 20 right. we were probably 20 because okay so here's what happened we we're 20 and uh, me and Nate were usually on the same shift out there we'd work till 4 in the morning then we'd come home grab BK breakfast and then go play golf at seven and then crash or whatever. But, uh, so I was working there when I was 20, when I turned 21, 
I started going out and drinking all the time. And I was a pretty late uh, late bloomer as far as alcohol. I never drank in high school. Barely drank with the numerous colleges I was at. <laughs> numerous colleges. Keep going. Yeah, but it might have been later than that then, I guess. I don't know, but when I turned 21, uh, I started going out to the bars with all the, the older guys. Right, right. The, the Neil and Steve and all yeah, Roby and all this. You're, uh, what are you, November? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm February, so a um, few months behind, but, right. uh, you know, I definitely, I mean, did the same thing, I mean. Yeah, but, so we would always go out, and uh, one day, I got, um, we all went out to, I think it was Crush at the time, that right. bar, yep, yep. and just got smoked, and I ended up sleeping on Neil's couch for the next 18 hours straight, like, didn't move, whatever, so I had, I was supposed to work the next day, I don't know why I thought I was going to make it work, whatever, but, so I wake up at four in the afternoon, two days later, whatever, and I call the work line to get in, to call in sick, and I'm like, hey man, I'm talking to security, whoever it is, I'm like, I'm not going to make it in, my name's so-and-so, I'm supposed to work at six o'clock, and he goes, uh, you know, it's only four o'clock, you got two hours, are you sure you don't want to try and maybe come in? <laughs> I was like, no, I was supposed to be there at 6 o'clock this morning. And he just goes, okay. This is 4 p.m.? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm calling in fucking eight hours after. I'm, I'm calling in when my shift is supposed to be ending. So I got fired pretty quick from there after I turned 21. <laughs> and then once I turned 21, I was able to play in the poker room right. at Meadows. And I was putting in more than 40 hours a week right. while I was playing. I was working more when I was playing than when I was actually working there. And uh, it was, I mean, I had a routine where I would go out to the uh, casino at 7 or 8 o'clock in the afternoon, play until 4 or 5 in the morning, come home, sleep all day, and then get up and do it again. Right. And uh, on the, every fifth, fourth or fifth night, I wouldn't do that, and I'd take all the cash that I had for playing there, which was probably 800 to right. 1500 bucks at any time, just in cash, right. $800 bills, go to the bar, think I was top shit. <laughs> spend all that spend $400 at the bar or, or a couple bars over the weekend and now I gotta go back and play and hope I don't lose whatever but um, yeah it was I don't know why we all thought we were gonna be professional poker players um yeah I don't know we spent a lot of time I mean <clears throat> we spent a lot of time I mean I know when I was 21 I was working full time at a credit union and I was working you know the eight to five bullshit and I know when I turned 21 the first three months for at least the first three months I was there every day like <laughs> honest to god I was there 89 of 90 days and it was like like literally that was that was the hustle then if you will you know side note how are they have 13 free throws and they have zero in 18 minutes of basketball that's a 33 to 30 game. That's Big 12 refs. <laughs> um, no, like, it, you know, that was the hustle. And it was and kind of like you said, um, you know, speaking of the bar thing, like, I'll never forget, like, kind of sometimes the goal just, you know, buying for 200, 300 bucks, let me just win 200, I'll get out of here real quick. Right. Shit, I, I remember I've played, you know, I've played thousands of hands, obviously, but I've played, you know, your first hand doubling up. I'll, I'll, go through a, I'll go through a round of the table and I'll get up and leave. Right. I don't give a shit. 
no one at the casino is looking to give you money. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And at the at the poker table, it's a dog eat dog world. You know what I mean? Like everybody's playing with their own money. It ain't the casino's money. Right, exactly. You're playing with your own money, so like no one gives a shit about you. So I just remember sometimes I'd go there. Shit, I might win a hundred bucks in an hour, and just be like you know what, shit. Let me just go out to the bar, kind of like you're saying. Right. That's the thing. That's what got me in trouble. I know is not ever setting a limit on how much like okay if I win $200 or if I win $400 tonight get up and leave and I always have like I'll just play until I'm tired and then I'll stop playing or whatever but that's the one thing if you can make that limit say if I win 200 bucks I'm out of here it's tough and stick to it it's tough because especially if you're getting good cards it's just like anything if you're if you're winning why stop you know absolutely um How's the saying go? Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, if you're winning right. hands, getting good cards, it's like, shit. Like, what's the point of getting? Like, why would I get up now? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Like, obviously, I can make more money, and all it takes is that one goddamn hand. That I mean, there's, there's. I mean, obviously, you probably have the same thing. There's still hands that stick out in my head over the years, or you know, you may not remember exact cards, but it's just like, you know, all it takes is one hand to lose a shit ton of money. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sometimes you just got to know how to, I don't know. It's tough to get up and say, hey, nah, let me take this 200, you know? Right. And just like, I still bet on sports, you know? So it's like, you might go 2-0 and the first two games of the day, bet 100 bucks a piece, up 200 bucks, you could stop. Nah, fuck it, we got <laughs> 10 more games today. Let's right. see what else we can do. Yeah, I've, I have, I mean, clearly have a bit of a, a big addictive personality. I've known that for a long time. So when we started the gambling, I was all in. And when we started betting on sports, I'm all in. It just like with anything. When I started playing softball, I'm all in. I'm playing 250 games a summer, that kind of thing. Do you play that much? Not anymore, no. I. But you used to? Yeah, there was, That's a lot. There was two years in a row where we played about between 200 and 250 games throughout the summer. It's insane. Holy I, shit. Yeah, and I mean, every other weekend is you're not you're playing out of town. You're playing in Oklahoma City. You're playing in fucking North Dakota. You're yeah, playing in Minnesota. Like you know, my father's sport. We'll yeah. Um, that's I mean, I grew up around that shit, so I get it. And I've never played, obviously, um, just because I'm lazy and don't. I don't know. <laughs> I do other shit, but whatever. But uh, I mean, I grew up around that shit, so I've seen it definitely. Always been around it, but it just blows my mind. How much some of these dudes do play? Like that's what yeah. I'm kind of. When you say 250, I'm like, holy shit! I uh, I got in right as the good old days were ending, as far as slow pitch softball and Des Moines right. goes. Absolutely. Because the guys that I first started playing with, they were I was 23, 24, and they were all like 35, 36, 37. And there were like, some legit studs. Yeah, and I was catching the, the tail end of all those right. guys. Like I would play with one one of my buddies, Carlo, and. Black dude. Yeah. Went to Iowa State. Yeah. Yep. Head. Yep. That's him. I used to play I with know, him bro, all the for time. my dad. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I used to play with him all the time. Smooth. Yo, oh, dude. Just money. Outfielder? No, shortstop. Shortstop, okay. middle infielder. And was he left-handed? Nope. Okay. Nope. I mean, I obviously I've seen him play multiple times, but I'm just yeah trying to remember. But I just remember he was smooth. I'll, I'll pull up his picture, but yeah, dude. I know exactly what he looks like. Yeah. Was, I've seen him within the last year randomly, and I'm like. <laughs> You know, I, I I have actually said it to him like once. Like, you know, who I am kind of remind me sports time. Oh my god, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, holy shit! But I used to remember watching him play and just being in awe. And then my other friends were like, you should have seen him ten years ago. 
I mean, unbelievable. And the same with all those guys. Like I said, they were all tailing off in their career, and I was just getting started, so I kind of missed the the good old days. But what that's about, a crazy world. What about like a, a Paul Strom? Do you know that name? Paul Strom? Yeah. Is he the coach? No. For the Cyclones? Paul Strom. It's, it was a softball player. Oh, no. Oh, he, well, Steve Prom is the coach uh, of the... Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, no, not, not him. Uh, what about like a Justin Butler? You know that name? Oh, Justin. Justin's yeah. one of my favorite guys ever. Dude, he, that dude's a tank. Yeah, he's a monster. And if anyone doesn't know Justin Butler, or maybe you do... Um, Just think fuck. of the biggest guy you know, and then think of this guy as a little bit bigger than him. And he used to swing... He used to hit a softball so goddamn hard. I've, I swear to God, I've seen him hit a ball over 400 feet. And I can imagine it was so easy for him that he, I mean, he would just step up and he could hit it 400 feet every time, whatever. And to paint a picture of just how crazy and versatile this dude is, he was an all state punter or a kicker, one of them from Bondurant. He's, I knew he went to Bondurant. He's in Bondurant. He's on. He's in Bondurant's Hall of Fame, but he was an all state either punter or a kicker. One. He's a kicker. Maybe a punter. You would never think that. I always knew he was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and. I I knew I have a good poker story about with him, but anyway, side <laughs> note. But uh, no, uh, I'll never forget. He also fought Houston Alexander. Yes, at uh, the Frog Toad Place. Hollis. Yes, Toad Hollis. This is back in like two thousand one or two. Yeah, maybe. this is amateur fighting. You know, sign up before the UFC had really yep. gained on. Yep, and he beat Houston, and this was when he was only like. Maybe 185 pounds. Oh, Jesus. 200 pounds, maybe. And if anyone doesn't know Houston, Houston fights at 205 pounds. And he's a solid 210. Like, he's never right. lost a lot of weight, but he's stacked. He's solid. You know what I mean? He's, you know, big legs, you know, big arms, big shoulders. Like, he's just a, a big dude. Hits hard like he's a knockout yeah. artist, whatever. They ended up fighting later on again. And Houston won the second time. He got his revenge. But then Butler went on this... Spree where you know he's like I want to get I want to be three hundred pounds yeah dude and then he ended up he just started lifting made, houses he made the barnstormers yes years later this dude's legend's crazy he ended up making the barnstorms year years later and he was like a running back or a fullback yeah. and then he he's a, he's a freak that's and then the thing he kept bulking up and that dude got to 300 pounds <laughs> yeah. and then last time I see him I don't know he's about 280 but Justin Butler is a freak of nature he is it makes you think about like I've met some of the top CrossFit guys and how they're just all muscle and I met uh, Rich Froning a few years back and he's the who? Rich Froning the four time fittest man on earth in the Reebok CrossFit games He's the greatest CrossFitter we, of all time. We need, we need to talk about CrossFit. He's the Michael Jordan of CrossFit, I'll tell you that. There's a thing? Oh, that, yeah. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. He's he's better than Mike, He's better at CrossFit than Jordan was at basketball. Shut the hell up. I'll show you some videos in a little bit here. We'll go down so, the rabbit hole. We, no, we, I'm going to let, so, you, okay, I'm gonna let so, you go, but we need to talk about this CrossFit. I want to hear some, I actually got this on my list. Keep going. <laughs> Fuck Keep your going. list. We don't need lists. We just go Dude, for it. Dude, we've literally talked about everything on my list. NCAA tourney. We haven't gotten to that. We will. Well, we can end with that. Coachella, festivals, kind of same thing. Music that you don't know shit, obviously. <laughs> so you don't listen to any rap or hip-hop. I listened to... Uh, this ought to be good. <laughs> I li- a couple weeks ago, I listened Macklemore. to Hit Him Up by Tupac. That's the baddest song of all time. Dude. It's, I, it's it just gets me that, amped. 
Sorry. And this is. Prime. And then me being the nerd that I am, after that I went to the Wikipedia page where I hit him up and read the, the, the what, story behind it. Yeah, what preceded it, what happened after it, and they said another. The only rapper that I listen to really is Jay Z, and they said which is that, a good decision, right? And they said in that hit him up, Tupac said something about Jay Z, but they were like, eh, maybe let's leave that one out, and then Jay Z took over after Biggie died or whatever, right? Um, two nights ago, I was, uh, um, man, I'm on probation. I don't want to say nothing. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's shut this shit down. It's already been an hour 15, then we'll smoke some candles. I can fucking uh, talk for hours. <laughs> this shit's awesome. Uh, no, side note, a couple nights ago, I'll, I'll say this, a couple nights ago, um, I made a crazy statement. I basically, long story short, I think Tupac sucks. All right, and that's the end of (laughs) the Josh Rowland podcast for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with some awesome guests. Uh, You guys are going to love it. Brandon, say bye. Uh, This has been awesome. Goodbye. (laughs) All right, see you guys.